Uh, uh, it's Fred Star. That's what. Senior. Junior. Big E. J, I see. Uh, it's time for the real. It's time for the win. It's time for the Sons to Father podcast show again. Make sure you tune in. Life struggles, current events, sports talk. I'm talking all angles of life from boys to men. The Sons to Father show. The Sons to Father show. Sons to Father show. The Sons to Father show. Sons to Father Junior here, introducing the family. Big J, Biggie here. Senior here, and we got a special guest with us, Tiffany, today. Hello. All right, uh, we're back. This is episode eight. Uh, we've been gone for a little while, uh, but this is episode eight, and we're going to title this one, Remembering Mr. George Floyd, uh, you know, in regard to everything that's going on in, in, in the United States right now. Uh, I believe it was over a week ago, on May 25th, uh, 2020, uh, George Floyd was killed by one of the Minneapolis police, uh, well, four of the Minneapolis police. Um, you know, it was a very, very tragic, a very tragic scene. It was very graphic. You can literally watch the, the video and you can see his life leaving his body. And when you're watching the video, it, make, it makes you feel like you just want to put your hand through the phone and like try to help him out in any type of way. I couldn't was, stop watching it, and we watched it together, like, yeah. at least for a good 10 minutes, and then we did research to find extended video of it, and it was just, like, we got so invested in the situation, in the situation. like, we just tried to do and find everything we could. Well, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't, I didn't watch it at first, because I'm not, I don't, I'm not really into seeing stuff like that, uh, but eventually I did watch it, and I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't believe what I was watching. Because we've seen this before, but I mean, we've seen it before many a times, but now... You we've never just, seen it to that extent, Like, though. he lost his life. Like, you like, saw his face, and he, he lost yeah. his life. And then to see the officer just on top of him, just looking into the cameras. Like, everybody had a camera, and it was no shame. Like, he just didn't care about anything at that moment. And that's what made it worse, because he showed, like, no regard. Like, he was like, yeah, videotape me, like... This is my good side right Hands here, and he pockets. just didn't care. And the fact that there are people came up that said they were firefighters, they're EMT, they know what you're doing is wrong. The 17 year old girl had her camera in his face. Everybody's shouting and screaming at him, and he did not. There was no care in his face. Like maybe I'm doing something wrong. And that's the thing that makes it bad because he really didn't care. Like he didn't care what you could have recorded him. You could have had a camera in his face, and he didn't care because. He felt deep inside that either one, he did nothing wrong, or two, this isn't going to be a problem for him later. Because a, a black person's life is holds less value than his, which is the problem. And, and the video, it was chilling because George Floyd, he, he says, he's going to kill me. And it was just, when he said that, I didn't know how to feel like that, that messed me up a little bit. He's calling for his family, his mother, his grandmother. He's like, I can't breathe multiple times and he showed no regard for George's life to to do anything but adjust himself to get a better angle on his neck. Yeah. And then the fact that you have four, well, three other officers there, three other officers, and not one of them stepped in to be like, you know what, maybe you're going too far. Maybe you need to stop a little bit. Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely, absolutely nothing happened. Now, I understand that this cop, this, this cop that had his knee on his neck was the most senior of the officers. But still, I don't care if you're if you you're a rookie or you got maybe ten years or whatever. 
if you see something wrong, you're obligated by law to do something about it. You're obligated to tell that person, look, you need to stop. This is going too far. Because if you don't do anything, you're just as guilty as everybody else that's involved. Well, they couldn't tell him to stop because they were in the back holding his legs and his torso down. They were playing the same part, like, in the situation. Yeah, they, they all... They all held him down. The only guy was Teo or Teo, whatever his name was, who was trying to block the people on the sidewalk from intervening from what they were doing. As I mean, how are you justified in this whole situation? And you have a great view of everything that's going on, and you don't at any point in time say... Hey guys, we should stop. Yeah, and that's that's insane. Now, this just so happens to come. Let me let everybody remember, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. So we've been in the house for over two months, two and a half months now, and then now the weather's getting hot, and then now this happens. This is this was the perfect storm right now. They won't, you know, like it's only but so much people are gonna take. Just a little while ago, like maybe three three weeks ago, they let us know about um. Aubrey down in in, uh, uh, in Georgia that happened in like what February and March but we're just now found finding out about it now people haven't even processed that and then now we get this right after that but then we had Brianna Taylor in between those two or before that it's I mean it's sad to say but even though during at a time when everybody should be home it's, it seems like black people are still dying by cops like that hasn't slowed down during this pandemic well Brianna Taylor was home and they had it served a no-knock warrant busting her house and shot her which was the wrong house and they already had the person that they were looking for in custody was already in custody which makes absolutely no sense yeah, they need to get their justice for that one but all right so now you know now we start seeing like the outrage people people are upset right now this just happened on you know memorial day weekend people outraged i didn't now when the protests first started i knew that this was going to be something big I didn't know how big this was going to turn into. Maybe that's my ignorance, but when I first started seeing the protests, I, I sit back and I was like, oh, wow, this is, you know, but it was in Minnesota. Then you started seeing um, Los Angeles. They got involved. And then you started hearing talks about New York. New York is going to get involved. And then to sit back and actually see it, I sat back and it was proud. I was proud of it. Like how everybody just started coming together for this one cause for this guy. And not, not just George Floyd. That's just the name of... of you know, that's just the name of the, the most recent. I think that was like the 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 last straw. Yeah. People were like, I can't take it anymore because now this is just. Granted, it's always been outrageous. It's been ridiculous from the first murder that we've seen, but now it was just like enough is enough. I can't do it, and it's great to see black people coming together. Not even black people, but all minorities, white, black, Asian. Everything Native American have been coming together peacefully to protest this racial systemic injustice that's been going on in our country for years. Uh, during the protest, it's glad to see all the diversity through everyone that is uh, that's not black but understands why the protest is happening. So it's pretty good to see that and how everyone's celebrating the cause. Well, yeah, it's, it's a lot of unity out there because now, I mean, you know, we, we talk about Black Lives Matter. All lives matter, and it's good to see that everybody's coming out there. Um, you have people of all ethnic uh, ethnicities that are coming together, and you know, just you know, so not celebrating this cause, but standing up for this cause because this is this is something that was just straight meaningless. This this didn't have to happen for absolutely no reason. But it's great to see not even all different races, but all different ages. You see people that are young, old, 
people who have probably protested in the 60s, the people who are protesting now who probably wish they didn't still have to do it. But you see a lot of younger people who are protesting, which is really good so that they can exercise their right to vote and they, they want their voices heard and that they're going out there and they're taking a stand. And hopefully some of these people will get into politics. You'll look at politics and see how you can change and make changes from within. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good look for young people. Yeah, it's a good look for, for young people to get involved with this right now, especially you guys, because this is really going to affect you. Um, Junior, you know, is uh, about to uh, go to college. Um, Big E is in, uh, in high school. And um, Jay over there is, is, you know, he's still in school. So this is something how this protest and, you know, what, whatever the outcome of this is going to affect you guys more so because, I mean, this is the world that you guys are coming up in. Like, this is, the the people that are out there protesting, you know, they're, they're protesting for all our rights, but this is something that you're going to have to face on an everyday basis as you get older. And yeah. I, and I, I realize, like, as I'm coming of age, like, I'm having, like, more of a voice to speak on platforms like this, like, to speak on situations like this. Like, you know how, like, when you're younger, like, you talk about it, but people don't really take you serious, but now I'm at that age where, like, people actually like, hear me, so it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's called growing up. Wow. Um, okay. I mean, you should use whatever platform you have, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, I don't know, whatever, to make your voices heard. Like, we don't want this cycle to continue. And if you need to speak out for injustice, like, you should speak out, whether it be in school, whether it be to your friends, whomever wants to listen. Like, now is the time to make sure that we flood the streets with positivity. But, like, hey, it's it's time to stop now and we're fed up and things have to change. Yeah, and growing up, I've seen all the the public, like, trials with, like, major, like, I've seen all the public trials and stuff like that with, like, you know, the racism, like, you know, like, the Trayvon Martin situation, Michael Brown situation and stuff like that, and it seemed like every single time, the person that killed the young black man got away with it. I'm kind of, I'm pretty proud that this time it didn't happen, and yeah, maybe, maybe things will change now. Well, we try to make sure that every time something like this happens, we always involve you guys and we get you guys to kind of follow along with what goes on. But just like some other situations, the cops were, what do you call it, convicted, but we don't know if these charges will stick. Well, I mean, they, they, these guys, they've been, they have to be convicted, right? You have to be convicted. And I think all the other cops that have been convicted of stuff like this, they've hardly got any, any time. So, I mean, it's one thing that you can you can press charges, and the majority of them beat the charges anyway. But the ones that, you know, were convicted, I mean, you're looking at maybe, what, a total of 10 years or something like that? It's not, it's not a lot of time. Like, Eric Gardner happened here in New York, and he his murderer was not even convicted. They had to wait five years in order for him just to be arrested. Then you got to look at the long, drawn-out trials and... You know, it, it gets ridiculous at the end. But, I mean, the, eventually the first arrest was made in, in this case. And you knew that they had to arrest this guy before Friday. Because the riots, I mean, not the riots, the, the protests were starting to pick up around the world. And now you're going into the weekend and people are outraged that this guy is still not in jail. They have police outside in front of his house, you know, so that people don't, you know, uh, burn his house down and try to attack him or anything. So he finally gets charged with third degree what third degree murder and manslaughter mm-hmm. on friday 
Just in time for the weekend. Now, how did you feel about that? Um, I was just happy that he, he got some type of charge on him. Because usually, like I said, stuff like this, they don't get any charges. So I was happy with that. But um, it was even better to see that he got another charge on him. I mean, reading the Upgraded. or hearing the definition of third degree and second degree murder, it was I was happy that they did go for a second degree murder. Um, I know they're saying the higher the charge, but the now, but ho- more but difficult. Hold on, hold on. But now you're talking about the charges from today. Yeah, no. These are not the initial charges no, you're no. talking about. The initially, talking it was about a third t- degree. Yeah, it was third degree. And as of today, he they charged escalated. all four of them. And they escalated his charges. To second degree. Yes. So No, that's what I'm saying. Initially, I saw third degree. And that's today, after hearing what the difference between third degree and second degree, I was happy that they went with second degree murder. But I know they said the higher the charges, the more difficult it is to actually convict them of that. So I was okay with third degree if they were certain that they could arrest him for on those charges. But, I mean, it's going to be an uphill battle, I'm assuming, for, for second degree. But they said that because he did check his pulse and the time that he was still on his knee after he couldn't, there was no pulse found, it seems like there was intent. So they have a good shot at going at second degree. So I'm okay with that. I just, I need some justice served. I mean, his family, his son, he has a young daughter who will never be able to get walked down the aisle from with her father. Like, justice needs to be served. Yeah. And and that's what I think the people, people got so upset because we've seen this before and it seems like it's always the same story. Oh, well, you know, he was resisting, um... You know, whatever the, the whatever the powers that be, you know, we've seen this where another black man dies, nothing happens. Nothing whatsoever happens. The, the cops usually get put on death duty. Um, you know, they're working. Years go by. We finally get to a trial. And guess what? Everybody's acquitted. And they, they go right back to work. But now it seemed like they, they moved pretty swiftly with this because they fired all four guys initially right from the door. Because they knew something was wrong with this. And I, I'm just curious, when are they going to release the, the body cam footage, like uh, the clear images of the body cam footage? Because they put something out and it was redacted. Like you just see black boxes all over the screen. That looked insane, the black boxes. But yeah, I think they're speculating that there is damaging video that's going to easily um, ha- be the cause of the other three officers getting convicted and charged charge with higher... Um, degree felonies than what they have right now. Um, and then also, too, I think another cause of something horrible that happened was that they all reported or signed off on the report, police report that said that he was re- resisting arrest, which is the reason why they had to use the force that they did. And because of the video, it showed that they had all lied about that. So I think they were saying that they it's falsified, falsified illegal, doc- yeah, document. illegal documents. Well, I mean, I, I guess they felt it was in it. So we might as well stick to the lie, right? But I bet you they didn't think that lie was going to come back the way it did on like this. Yeah, bet you they didn't think that everyone would unite the way they did come against them. I don't understand how when a video camera's in your face, like that you didn't think that there would be some blowback from this. But Well, that means that you're comfortable in your own skin if... Someone has a camera on you and you don't flinch, you don't do anything. You've been here. Clearly, you've been in a situation like this before. I mean, he does have 18 citations and he has, and for how many years, who knows what else he's done and it just wasn't recorded or people didn't speak up about it because 
you know, in the eye, in everybody's eyes, he's a police officer. So he's going to get away with it anyway. Yeah. But, you know, so after that, we start seeing these protests all over, all over the place. Um, Minneapolis, uh, Las Vegas, uh, Sacramento, Sacramento, Los Angeles, Newark, Patterson. New York, Patterson, Detroit. Um, they had one in in Iowa. They, I mean, they literally have them everywhere. They shows a map that there's they, they, had they have in every state. Yeah, yeah. but what do you? What, how do you guys feel about the protests? What's being portrayed by, by by the news about these protests? Well, I see that of course they're going to cover what is going to catch people's eye, and the looting and the rioting is always going to be the first one, first thing for somebody to be like, oh my God, look. But, I mean, I think that some news stations are doing a good job of keep sticking to the issue and saying, you know, that these protests are 99% peaceful. Um, there are some people here who are agitators who are not here for the cause and who are trying to deter the message. But, I mean, I think there are some people who are actually saying, like, you know, these are peaceful protests. These are people who want these systemic oppressions and these things changed, and they're going about it the right way. Yeah, and um, I, I also want to add to that because uh, I feel like the news, like like uh, Tiffany said, I feel like they're portraying it, you know, trying to, like, captivate the wrong sides about it. But at the same time, there's an overwhelm, overwhelming majority of the people that are doing it the right reason, reasons. Um, They're going to, of course, the news is going to show the wrong sides about it because they want to make it seem like we're, malicious people you know we're all trying to pro um you know all we're doing trying to do is rob places and stuff like that but nah this, we're trying to actually portray a message that we want justice and peace and stuff like that so i i am completely for the protest the peaceful protest yeah i'm, I'm the same way i'm for the pe uh the peaceful protest you know but i understand that media has they have a job to do they have to show you the good they have to show you the bad i just don't like the fact they keep dwelling on the bad all right during the daylight hours you have peaceful protesters out there now when you have other people that are driving from other states to come to a different city to go protest with you know other reasons in mind you know things things can happen and for the most part everything has been peaceful it just seems like whenever you know um night falls or whatever that's when things start going haywire and majority of the time, it's not even people that's from that area. Like, they were protesting out there, and then they focus on, you know, they're showing people looting and breaking in stores. And, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that the people that are doing that are not even from the town. They're probably not even from that town. I wonder why the news didn't show what happened in Newark. There was one guy that was going to mess up a store, and the residents in Newark, they stopped them because they appreciate what they have. I think that's happening in a lot of places, that the people who are actually from there... <coughs> I see. I saw on the news that um, there were some white women who were tagging on a building like BLM. And one of the protesters who was out there being peaceful was like, hey, you know, don't do that. And she called them out on it. Like, we don't need you to do that. We don't need you to speak for us. You you won't be here when that's on the news. They're going to say that that was something that we did. Yeah, and we don't want and done, that message. It's going to come back to us. It's not going to come back to, to you. you. I mean, but you see a lot of these people that they said are out there in New York that are on bikes riding from different sections ready to burn something and you know tag up some something somewhere half of these people are not african-american half of these people clearly are coming here just to antagonize and are not here for the cause so it's like you're always going to have some bad apples you're always going to have some people who are opportunistic but it i mean for the most part it 
the news people or you know some of the TV stations are saying that this is ninety nine percent peaceful. And and I, and I I agree with it. You know what you're saying, but how do you think the police are handling these protests? Ooh, oh, there's <sighs> um there's been a lot of cases of police handling it the wrong way. Like I remember, wasn't there a video of a police car like running his car into a crowd? That was in New York. That was in New York, yeah. two police uh, SUVs who kind of mowed down some protesters. And then the mayor was saying that, you know, this could have been avoided if the protesters would have just moved out the way. But it's also wrong on both sides, I'd like to say. Because there was a video of a car going, like, full speed and running over a cop. And they actually showed it on the news, which was... I didn't believe that they showed it on the news. I think that some people who are actually trying to change or want this situation to change are doing a, a, a good job of it some people are kneeling so i mean in dc i think um there was reports of some officers kneeling even though they couldn't stay i think they said kneel because it left them in a um a position that they could be targeted there are people in all around the country who are actually kneeling or walking with protesters I mean, but then there's some bad apples who are shooting innocent um, African-American teens with rubber bullets or tear gassing pro, um, peaceful protesters so that the president can walk through to take a picture with the Bible. The president's insane. Uh, so, I mean, I mean, but you you have them following behind the direction of, I guess, he wants to call himself the law and order president, whatever that means, even though it was used back in Jim Crow time. But topic for later on in the episode but you have some police officers who are probably scared who are retaliating or and there's some who are actually joining in so it's kind of mixed right now and yeah i like to see when the cops take a knee and join the protesters or something like that yeah uh, i think it was they showed a video one of the the i think it was detroit he was the uh police chief and he and they marched with the the protesters mm-hmm. and he was like he came out there he said you know what do you guys want to do what do you want us to do? They said, walk with us. Uh, he took off his um, his riot gear. He told everybody else to take their riot gear off. And they joined the protesters and they walked. I mean, you like to see things like that. We need to bring community policing back. and Because this new wave of policing, I, I don't know what's going on with this. I mean, you have police officers responding to 911 calls in areas that they're not comfortable with. If you don't have no interaction with a black person other than when you go to arrest them, maybe you're not comfortable. Maybe you need to have more police who are from the area so that they are comfortable with their surroundings and aren't always on 10 every time they see somebody that they're not used to. Well, times have changed. I mean, like, when, when we were growing up, like, the police in where I lived, I didn't know them, but I could relate to them. Like, you know, they... It's not it's not how now where you have... All right, I grew up in an urban a urban city. So a lot of the police officers, you know, they were they were black and they were Spanish. But now you don't see that in the, the urban areas anymore. So now you see a lot of, you know, you see, you see a lot of white police officers. A lot of rookies who are new on the job. And that are nervous. And now they're, they're working in areas that they're not familiar with. They're working in areas where they don't really understand what the culture of the area is. And I get it. They're scared. But at some point in time, like, there has to be some type of change. Like, you can't be scared every single day. Like, this is this is your job. Like, you, you cannot be scared. You can't be scared of the people that you're supposed to protect. I mean, I grew up in Newark. And, I mean, you see racial inequality all the time, especially in the biggest city in New Jersey. But... 
I don't think I had to deal with it as much. Maybe we did, and we just didn't have phones in our hands to record everything. But I don't feel like I saw. I'm pretty sure I know for a fact it was racism. It always has been for 400 years. But I didn't have to deal with it to this extent as I took public transportation and was out and about um, in the inner cities. Like, I am afraid for young males, especially the ones in this house, to go outside with their friends. We teach them don't wear hoodies, pull up your pants, you know, certain things in order to get them protected. But right now, it's just being black in America is a crime. And that's just the times we're in right now. Yeah, unfortunately it is. But, you know, we let's, let's you know, start to wrap this up. Now, with all the protests that's been going on, you have a lot of celebrities speaking out. You have a lot of people, you know, that are, that are, that are coming for this cause. How do you feel or what do you feel would be justice in this matter? What I feel that would be justice in this matter was all the cops getting uh, arrested, which I really appreciate, and all the people speaking up, and which is which is better is that celebrities are bringing this to the cause. They're speaking up because they know that their voices are being heard more than other people, which is also a good thing. Um, one thing of justice that I feel like needs to be everyone to be more united, and you know, we, I feel like black people should be treated more equally. Not only black people, but all people should be treated more equally, and you know. Uh, and I want cops to get to know, uh, like, people in the neighborhoods so they can be more comfortable. Why would you put, yeah, like, why would you put a cop that's, like, from, why would you, all right, so why would you put a white cop at, that, like, is new to the job in a, like, a highly dangerous city? I feel like that needs to be. Well, you got to hire somebody, and at the end of the day, they apply for the job. You can't discriminate where you put them at. Yeah, but it would make more sense to put someone, like, more, um, with more time on their plate. Well, maybe that person with more time is doing something that's more valuable. I, I don't know. But, I mean, you can't you can't be like, all right, well, you're white, so you can't work here. You're black, so you can't work there. That's no, discrimination. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. I meant that why would you have someone that's... So, what I'm saying, you can't... All right, so you're um, you're white, so you can't work in a project. Or uh, you're black, so you can't work work in the, um, the suburban part of town. Like you can't, you can't do that. Like at the end of the day, they all have a job. Like they, they hired for this one job, so it doesn't matter. Like you're, you're hired to do that job. You're not supposed to be hired by the color of your skin. It doesn't matter. You do this job. That's not what I meant. I meant more like if you aren't familiar with that area, mm-hmm. why would you be um, stationed in that area? Like I don't think they get to choose up, where they where they're stationed. At. I mean, but it's up to higher ups, right? Don't they? Um, yeah, but tell them say where if we have, and I think they they're saying that they are. They have less manpower too, so they may be like, don't have enough police to equally place everywhere. So if I, if Newark is like the biggest city, work and that's because taxpayers pay for like the policing and stuff like that. I'm gonna have all of the new recruits. If I have 20 new recruits, I'm gonna have 10 of those go to Newark. Newark is an urban area. 10, 10 of those recruits may be white. They're fresh, you know, to the police. Um, law enforcement and they might not be from around there they may be from South Jersey because you get placed wherever um, so it may, it may not be just enough manpower to put everybody where they're comfortable because then everybody would probably well, apply usually, for law usually with police departments is, is based on residency right and then after residency meaning where if you live in Newark then they're going to open Newark up to all the residents in Newark now if they go through the list then it gets opened up to the county and then, you know, it'll probably get opened up to the state. But you have these people applying for jobs, these men and women that are applying for jobs. Um, so, all right, 
Well, if you want the job and you're trying to be law enforcement, which is very hard to become in New Jersey. So, all right, well, I'm going to go to Newark. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to apply over here because at the end of the day, they're not thinking about, oh, well, you know, I'm nervous about working. The, 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 the thing is to get the job first. You get the job, you do your time, you transfer wherever you feel comfortable or wherever you want to be. So, you know, maybe it's like that in a lot of departments. I mean, a lot of large departments like Jersey City, Patterson, Camden, uh, Newark, places like that. Where you have, you have a lot of, Newark hire, is like doing continuous hiring all the time. So it's not like where you get to work and it's like, well, all right, well, we're going to put you, like you work wherever you're assigned to work. That's just the way it is. I mean, I know that they have reform now, now that everything is going on um, for the no choke no choke um, reform. They're trying to make it illegal or something like that. I saw it was like something new that just uh, popped up on MSNBC. Um, so ultimately, I would like for us all to be equal, but that is a dream and a wish and something that will probably happen later on down the line. Right now, I just want there to be attention to the cool. the cause, the inequality amongst all of us. I want. Um, People to be held accountable for their actions. I want uh, our people, all people, to just feel more comfortable um, to go outside. Just to, to be free, to live without thinking or having to look over our shoulder and think that you never know if a cop pulls you over what may happen. So I can't wait till November to see our president out of there so that we can actually get a leader who will not fan the flames but actually pull us together as a nation okay big j i want to see the white people and the black people get together and come together mm-hmm. yeah. all right and i think you know out of all of this i just want more awareness i don't want this because of these protests and everything and you know the riots i don't want this to lose this message i still want this to be about george floyd and everyone else who who who, who lost their lives because of you know because of excessive force and i just want that message to stay out there and you know i I just want to see a change i want to see us go more back to community policing i want to see it be more maybe maybe they're trained in other ways other than being trained in yeah like real de-escalation skills where um where they can learn how to de-escalate a situation a lot better i I don't know but you know I, i just hope that because of everything that's going on right now, that this is not ignored, and I hope that some change is on the horizon for us. But again, um, we're gonna leave with this, and thank you for coming out. This has been episode number eight, and thanks for tuning in. Uh, Senior here. Junior. Big J here. Big here. Tiffany. <laughs> 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 <laughs